Hey, Michelle. Hey, Kelly. Are you excited for our episode today? I am so excited, as uh, always. I feel like we've lived like a year since <laughs> since the last recording. <laughs> since our first recording, I, I think so. I think I've lived a year vicariously through everybody else around me, though. <laughs> With all it's the a very COVID dramatic scares. time for everyone. <laughs> it has been, for sure. Oh, my gosh. Um, and it's also been traumatic in, uh, in the social world. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yes. That is true. Isn't it always a little traumatic? <laughs> I mean, we live in chaos. Yeah, I would say yes. so. Yeah. yeah. I think we thrive, actually, in chaos. So yeah. We just like, yeah. love it that way. <laughs> We're thriving and surviving. Yes, so. exactly. <laughs> um, or at least I like to think I'm surviving. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. But um, this week, I've been, like, keeping up with all my, like, industry news as much mm-hmm. as I possibly can, mostly for the podcast, but, but also just, like, normal. And I feel like every single platform now has stories. Right? Yes. But they also now have merchants and you can buy all the products and like TikTok. They just, um, they just use merchant profiles now. Oh, yeah. Oh, that reminds me. Instagram is getting rid of swipe ups. I know. Did you see that? Yeah. I'm like, (laughs) wait, so what am I getting? So they're doing a sticker now or something? Is that yeah? Right? So everyone can put a link in stories. Like it's huge. That's in like insane. Insane. Is it everybody? Everybody. They're gonna get rid of the 10k limit, so everyone will be able to add a link to stories. Yeah. Huh. I didn't know it's, that. Yeah, change in the game. Yeah. Wow, I'm proud of I'm them s- for stepping them up. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting. Like, it's exciting for my work primarily because it's, like, going to make my job a lot easier. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I feel like that feature has been, like, the goal for so many accounts for so long. Mm -hmm. And people are always like, what's our goal for social following by the end of this year? And I'm like, it's always 10K. Whether you reach or not, it's always 10K. Yeah. And like for influencers, like it removes like that goalpost because you're like, oh, I can put an affiliate link if I have 2000 followers. And like if 2000 people are watching your stories, like, yeah, you should put an affiliate. link. Yeah. Well, okay, for you, too, because you do some affiliate marketing, Mm -hmm. like that's going to be awesome. Yeah, because I get a lot of sales through Instagram, but they're hard to track because it's like, is it coming from my website or did they click from Instagram or, and it's like, I only have 600 Instagram followers, but like, I usually get like 200 or 300 story views. So if 200 people buy some hungry root, that you know please code code social buzz no i'm just kidding (laughs) that's a free one that's a free one for hungry root there you go free plug for hungry root you can you can pay us on the tab later (laughs) yeah no i i mean it's just becoming like um i feel like i've had a lot of conversations with people um like inside agencies that are like social media is just all about shopping now it's not about like community Mm -hmm. anymore 
and I, I think that's partially true. Like, I'm not mad at it personally. Like, I know, mm-hmm. I know some people are, and I don't blame them. Like, I really don't. But I am so susceptible to social media marketing that I'm just like, oh, I want that. I want this. I want that. And I literally buy everything. I'm terrible. <laughs> I know. I watch a lot of, like, scrapbooking TikToks, and, like, I'll always be like, Oh, that's only like six dollars on Amazon. I def like it's only six dollars, but I do that like four hundred times. So yeah. it's definitely not just six dollars. No, I do the same, especially the TikToks with um the Amazon products. Oh yeah. The cleaning and the organizing yeah. ones. Oh yes. Oh my gosh, Catbin on TikTok. She's the one with, like, she got a new fridge and it has like four doors. Like it has two sets of interior doors and like out exterior doors and I'm like I don't know how big your family is girl but like you go through a lot of Capri Suns yeah. <laughs> and I don't understand but there, I'm envious there's like a girl that has like a mini fridge I want to see she lives in New York or something oh yeah you, I've seen, seen hers that? too With and she fills the apple yeah, sauce the, yeah yeah, and she fills the little bottles with water, yeah. which I'm like, all right. That's a little extra, okay? Like, we get it. Okay, so I saw I saw this post that I just have to share with you on um, one of my favorite uh, Facebook groups. I don't remember if I invited you or not, but for anybody out there that loves, like, marketing goodies, the Daily Carnage all day, love them. <laughs> um, someone posted... What's the worst way someone's ever sent you their logo? I'll go first. (laughs) Today, someone sent me theirs in an Excel doc, empty Excel doc with their logo pasted in. That reminds me of a certain someone that we both (laughs) worked with. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Who sent us a content calendar. In a PowerPoint doc. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> I had tears of like laughter, but also pain. What, what pain. was I saying? It was laughing with pain. <laughs> laughing with pain. LOL. LOL. Oh my gosh, some of these are so funny too. Someone said they didn't send it. I had to take a screenshot of their 90s metallic logo, reduce the shine, essentially turn it into a white logo, remove the background, and I'm using that logo on their website. Help. Uh. Oh, this! I love this one. By far the worst has been a doc with their logo pasted into it, then printed out, then scanned, then sent to me as a PDF. Oh, no. I love it. Like, that. I'm all for that. Oh, yeah. The way, like, business owners send all kinds of information to agencies is always, like, a series of choices. But, like, logos and also credit card information for, like, digital ads. I had a client send me a picture of their credit card one time. Oh. When I was like, I need credit card information. Do you want to call me and... Um, you can tell me it over the phone and I can just put it in. That way it's like, you're not sending me numbers. And he was like, no, here's a picture. And he sent me a picture of the front and back. Was it, was it in an email card. or a text message? It was in an email. Oh, no. <laughs> and 
I never met him. Like, he didn't know me. I could have just been like, bye. <laughs> Honestly, like, um, the logo situation, the credit card stuff, that reminds me of, like, okay, I can say this because my dad owns a framing contracting business, but, like, every tradesman company out there that I've yeah. ever tried to work with, I'm yeah. just like, and I f- guys. I feel like it's definitely, like, industry-specific. Like, there's some industries where they're like, let me send you this as an encrypted file. Like, definitely medical are more, like, specific. But, like, once you get into, like, trades or new business owners, they're like, why can't I just text you my credit card number? <laughs> And it's like, I don't know how to tell you that that's not safe. I also love, like, um, who they go to for marketing things, too. Like, um, uh, the tech guy anywhere is usually, like, like, if they don't have a dedicated marketing person, it's always the tech guy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, oh, my gosh. All right. Well, you want to get in some, some stories? Yeah. Always. Always. Let's do it. Um, I've got a story for you. And I, I honestly kind of have a feeling like you probably have definitely already heard of this. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. <laughs> like you definitely, you had to have. I mean, it's going around like crazy. Um, so I'm just going to start this off with like my written narrative. Every few months, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, and more, give birth to some new challenge that teens, tweens, and full-grown adults participate in and document on their iPhones for all their followers to watch in amazement. That's the most logical thing to do, right? Film yourself doing ridiculous things for likes, comments, and shares. It's entertainment at its finest. I'm an influencer. <laughs> influencer. <laughs> Don the Great Challenge, as we all know it. (laughs) The latest in social entertainment. Oh. (laughs) This trend actually began um, with a... The trend began with a crowd gathered around a stack of black and blue milk crates. As a woman with pink hair, dressed in a sports bra and leggings, begins her ascent to glory. (laughs) She tries to reach the top of the milk crates. As they begin to teeter, on the third step, she falls. (laughs) I guess the first video was actually posted on Facebook. um, Oh, interesting! And that's I've seen so many of them on Twitter. I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised it was on Facebook because I was like, "Wait, I've seen this all over Twitter, though." Yeah. (laughs) Um. Now I have some questions. Uh, little backstory. Not that this really matters, but. I have credentials, okay? (laughs) I worked at PepsiCo, and I know a thing or two about DSD distribution, okay? I really want to know, what are these poor milkmen using to carry their milk these days? (laughs) Won't someone think of the milkmen? (laughs) Who's going to think of the milkmen? At two milkmen? Just, man. My other question is, um, where are they getting them? Are they just, like, going out behind the stores and they're just like, I'm just going to grab these crates, like, no problem. And they're, like, nice plastic ones. Like, I don't, like, they either cost a lot 
or someone is missing a large quantity of crates. Like, and they they don't store them like inside. Like most of the grocery stores, their back their back mm-hmm. areas are like so tight, so they keep all the empty stuff outside. So like, I worked PepsiCo Frito Lay. We had carts out there, and then all the milk mm-hmm. crates are usually out there too. So I mean, they're kind of like open for the taking, right? But yeah, I will say there are cameras back there, people. Okay. <laughs> They're on to you. They're protecting their crates. They're on to you. <laughs> um, but my other question is, like, what are social media managers supposed to do with this right now? Like, are we supposed to jump on this bandwagon? Or are we supposed to just, like, watch in amazement? Or, like, what are we supposed to do? I don't know. <laughs> I'm so confused. I'm just imagining, like, a brand like Chips Ahoy. Like having a cookie climbing milk crates. <laughs> I did see, um, oh man, do you remember like a few years ago they had world record egg? Yeah, the I egg. Still, yeah, I still follow him on Instagram and I saw him post something about the milk crate challenge. Oh, he better be careful. We're going have an omelet. <laughs> well, he was Humpty Dumpty at that point because he did oh, fall. No. And you know what happens with Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> oh no. R.I.P. to a real one. <laughs> I um, I just want to like. I, I had actually one of our clients um was asking about milk crate challenge too, and they were you know like what can we do, um, <laughs> and we always jokingly say what can we do before legal, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Because you never know what, what legal is going to tell you to stop doing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like hard to think of how like a brand would do something like that. That's like not disingenuous. I know. And it I was would... trying to I was trying to look up like any brands that have done it. And I haven't really seen like brands yeah. have done it. More so just like people or like figures like Mr. Egg. <laughs> Mr. Egg. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's always hard with those ones because then it's a very, I feel like for me, it seems like the perfect opportunity to go viral, but like badly. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't go want, bad. I don't want that. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> this I one's totally for the people, agree. not for the brands. This one's for the peeps, <laughs> not the brands. Don't get involved. <laughs> Oh, but the, I um I was looking into it reminded me of like um all my favorite viral challenges that have happened, you know? Mm-hmm. And a few of my favorites I just wanted to highlight as like oh, let's yeah. throw it back. Let's throw it back, you know? Some of the good challenges from back in the day. <laughs> Our childhood, what we grew up with, you know? <laughs> in twenty nineteen there was the bird box challenge. Oh yeah. I don't know if I you guys completely were... forgotten about that. So if oh. you remember the movie, Sandra Bullock, she's blindfolded for a majority of the movie, including while driving. <laughs> and so people were like, let's do it. Let's try it out. So you can see where that one went wrong. <laughs> Another classic. Um, I think millennials like to blame this one on Gen Z, but I feel like millennials were also a part of this one. Tide Pod Challenge. Everybody knows. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah. 
They do look delicious. I can't, like, in terms of forbidden snacks, I would love to sink my teeth into one. I would also like to drink lava. So really, can you? Yeah. Some things are off limits. Honestly, I agree. (laughs) Um, The the laundry um, little beads that smell really good. Downy, really tasty. Unstoppables. Yeah, that's some Dippin' Dots. I yeah. <laughs> Dippin' Dots means. taught me that I can eat dots. And... Okay. Yes. <laughs> Michelle and I do not condone these these chal- these challenges. Please, okay. please don't eat laundry detergent or lava. But it do looks not delicious. <laughs> yeah, it looks great. It really does, in theory. Um, this one I actually tried, and I. I think I was in high school, maybe college. The cinnamon challenge. Oh yeah, where you do a a, a teaspoon or a tablespoon of cinnamon or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, that was not a fun one. Like, are you eating it or breathing it in? Like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, and it can burn. Cinnamon can burn you. So, you... yeah. Oh my god. No. So there's actually another like version of cinnamon challenge now that's like. The full scoop challenge was one that's been going around on TikTok. It's a full scoop of um, like pre workout or oh yeah, or I've seen people powder. who yeah yeah like drink their pre workout by just putting the powder in their mouth and taking a drink of water, which sounds horrific. It, yeah, I so, would uh, choke. <laughs> there was a girl that actually went to the hospital because of it and like like seriously was injured <gasps> from it. Oh gosh, poor thing. I don't know. I didn't. Yeah. Did you ever play Chubby Bunny when you were um, in school where you like put as many marshmallows? I remember in high school, it like went around on MySpace that someone died doing that. And so then we all did the Chubby Bunny challenge to see if we could fit as many marshmallows as the person who like died from eating marshmallows. I didn't know it was because of that. Yeah. And, like, I have a very old YouTube video from, like, 2005. I don't remember my YouTube username, so please don't seek it out. Um, (laughs) Of me and my friend, like, playing Chubby Bunny on her, like, blurry 2005 webcam. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You know, actually, I used to play Chubby Bunny on um, uh, Chat Roulette. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Chat roulette is another dark corner of the internet. <laughs> we do not condone chat roulette. We're just saying, like, it was an experience in our lifetime. Yeah. I was in college when chat roulette... I was at the end of college when chat roulette was big. And it was... What a time. What a time to be alive. Didn't it come back a little bit um, with TikTok? I f- yeah. It was, it was for um, Trump and uh, yeah. all the political stuff. And people, I think, still use it a lot. Like, when they're bored, I think you can still go and, like, be on it. I wouldn't want to. I saw too much. And <laughs> Hopefully they cleaned it up a little bit, you know? Got I hope classy. so. <laughs> this is the classy chat roulette. Classy. Chat roulette elite. <laughs> or whatever they call, like, the classy version. Premiere. Premiere. Oh, my last one I had on here um, was actually from, I want to say it was maybe this year even, like the beginning of this year, on TikTok, um, the baby seat challenge. Did you see that one? Where people were like, 
they would try to fit in their baby seats of like swings, like baby swings or whatever. <laughs> and um, it was either you fit and were able to get back out or you had to call the fire department to come and get you. And I saw so many videos <laughs> of people like with the fire cut department out. cutting them out. And I'm like, this is this is horrendous. These these poor babies are going to come to the now park. Now don't have their swing. And they're not going to have a swing to swing in. Like, sad. <laughs> anyway. Oh. Challenges. Long may they reign, honestly. What would <laughs> honestly, we do without them? <laughs> <laughs> the latest in social entertainment. <laughs> All right. Are we ready for my story? I think so. Mine's a little longer. Um, okay. So <laughs> it all started with Amy Schumer. Oh, I love her. I do too. I know, like, the internet kind of loves to hate her, but I love her. Should I not um, like her in this one before you start? <laughs> no, she's very funny. This story is about how, how much do you know about Hilaria or Hillary Baldwin, Alec Baldwin's wife? Oh, you know, I know Alec Baldwin, but I don't really know much about his wife. Okay. So this story starts with Amy Schumer. And Alec Baldwin's wife is named Hilaria or Hillary Baldwin. Her name isn't Hilaria, so we're that's spot one. She, her name isn't Hilaria, it's Hillary. Um she posted a photo on Instagram of her and her newborn baby, and this was like in December. And she looks great in it. It's like a very pretty backlit photo of her. She's like holding her baby and like she's very peaceful. And she's like in amazing shape. And Amy Schumer like screenshotted that photo and posted it on her Instagram and was like, I can't believe how much Hillary, Hilaria Baldwin and I have in common. Like it was a joke aimed at Amy Schumer because like she has a baby as well. And she's like... I clearly don't look like Hillary Baldwin. And so she, like, did that. And it caused, like, a big ruckus because everyone's like, is Amy Schumer making fun of Hillary Baldwin? And Hillary Baldwin in her Instagram stories was like, I don't really get the joke. But, like, I think it's fine that she posted it. And for a little background on Hillary Baldwin, you might be wondering why she goes by Hilaria. It's because she's been pretending to be Spanish for 10 years. Wait, what? (laughs) She's not Spanish. She's not from Spain. Spanish is not her native language. Her name is Hillary, but she has been pretending to be Spanish for 10 years. Where is she from? She was born in Boston. And she grew up in Boston. <laughs> okay, let me tell. Let me tell the story. Oh, I'm not Hillary. I'm Hilaria. <laughs> Hilaria. Sorry, so Hilaria. After Amy Schumer, like after this incident, people were like, "Isn't it kind of crazy that in the video Hillary Hilaria posted where she was talking about how she didn't get the joke, her Spanish accent like kept coming and going?" And it's like, yeah. It is. And so someone on Twitter, a Twitter user named Lenny Briscoe, named after the SVU detective, obviously, 
she posted a really long thread where she like dived into the inconsistencies of Hillary's like origin story and how like she has contradicted herself. She has made up stories. She's like it it's insane. <laughs> Does Alec know who he's married? <laughs> yes. Okay, we'll get to Alec. We'll get to Alec. So um Hillary has always said that she was born in Spain and only came to America when she was 19. It's actually the other way around. She was born in Boston and then she went on vacation to Spain for the first time when she was 19. Her parents did eventually move to Spain when she was older, but her and her family have a fixation on Spain, it appears, that is so odd, so fascinating. And so, like, the minute this thread was started on Twitter, it started blowing up because there's so much video evidence of Hillary saying one thing and then another and then, like, other people saying things. There's also videos of her college graduation in America. There's video of her high school graduation in America. There's videos (laughs) of her with no Spanish accent. Like, there's so much evidence that, like, she is not Spanish. So she said in an interview, and this was after all of this came out, where she was clarifying that she never said she was born in Spain, although she did, in fact, on video, say she was born in Spain. (laughs) But she said that her parents would visit Spain when she was younger, which is also not true because they went to Spain for the first time when she was 19. But she said they would visit Spain and then they would only speak Spanish at home and cook Spanish foods. So it was like she was Spanish. But she's still not from Spain. <laughs> so her family's not even from Spain. No. No. Like, they just love it. Yeah, they just really like it. And Hillary says she moved to New York at 19, shortly after she went to Spain for this first time. So if she went to Spain for the first time when she was 19, then how were her parents, like, recreating Spain at home if none of them had been to Spain? (laughs) But also if they they visited Spain, they'd be visiting as tourists, which is a completely different... Yeah, it's Life. and it's like really liking a country doesn't make you like a resident of that country. Yeah. I really like Germany. I'm not a German resident. <laughs> um, I'm not going to go through all the evidence. Um, the user, the Twitter user Lenny Briscoe did go private, but I think that's just temporary for right now. So once I find the original thread, we'll share it. But here's some Here's a few particularly funny things. Um, in that same interview where she talked about her, how, yes, she wasn't born in Spain, but her parents made Spain in their home. <laughs> she said she didn't think that her referring in online posts to her travel to Spain as going home was misleading. Home is where my parents are. If my parents move to China, I'm going to go to China and I'm going to say I'm going home. though she has said her family has roots in spain she says she was speaking mostly colloquially these people who i call my family i am learning in this particular situation i have to say people who we consider to be family so she's saying that like 
yes, she has family in Spain, but not really because they're just really close friends. So it's not family in Spain. You're still not Spanish, Hillary. <laughs> I just, I can't even comprehend this. Like, the level of, like, that's like saying uh, Miley Cyrus is my best friend. Like, yeah. in that episode of Black Mirror yeah. when you have, like, the little toy or something that's supposed to be Miley. Yeah. Which is not Miley at the time. It's, like, Ashley or something. But Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so here's the, I have, like, some more evidence that I found really funny. But here's kind of what people think happened. So Alec, if you ask him, will say, my wife is Spanish. She is from Spain. Still. His most recent interview, he was like, my wife is from Spain. She is Spanish. So 10 years ago, Alec Baldwin, like, word on the street was, he was deeply obsessed with Salma Hayek. Right? So he wanted... With who? Salma Hayek. The Mexican actress. Okay. Okay. Beautiful. I am so bad with pop culture. No, it's okay. And so he was like clearly wanted to be in a relationship with someone who was Spanish. And he met Hillary through friends. So some people have like suggested that she pretended to be Spanish purely to to marry Alec Baldwin. (laughs) What? Wait, where did he meet her? He met her at a restaurant, and he says she walked by and he heard her beautiful Spanish accent, and so he just had to know. (laughs) And I'm just imagining Hillary Baldwin, who has been faking a Spanish accent for 10 years, like, walking back and forth in this restaurant near Alec. I think they had friends in common, because she did run a big yoga studio, I just imagine her walking back in this restaurant going, like, talking in her Spanish accent over and over until he noticed her. Oh, my god! I'm obsessed with this story. <laughs> Honestly, I can and, totally see her doing that, like, yeah. making, doing it on purpose. Yes. Yeah. And it's hard to, like, explain how big this got on Twitter. Like, everyone was talking about it in December. It was... My favorite thing, I set alerts for Hillary Baldwin because it was so funny and I wanted to see every video and read every tweet. The best evidence for, like, how she sometimes will behave is um, when she was on TV once she was cooking. So Hillary's shtick is that she has had five kids in about five years. Like, since her and Alec, like, officially got married, they've had five children. Actually, six now. That so she like had my personal hell. Honestly, I know. Oh I, my god, my uterus would just fly out of me. I don't know how to explain it. I'm also like um, not a motherly person. So. <laughs> so she's had five children herself. Her most recent one, I believe, was in November. It was the newborn she was posing with, and then shortly after all this happened, when that newborn was five months old. She posted an announcement on Instagram that they'd had another baby. So she'd clearly had a surrogate after she was pregnant with her most recent baby. They'd had a surrogate to have a sixth baby. So she has two babies who are five months apart. Oh, wow. (laughs) Did she try to pass it off as otherwise? 
I she didn't she never said it was a surrogate, but it would have to be a surrogate. There's no way she would get pregnant and give yeah. birth to a newborn baby in five months. There's no way. There's no way. Oh my god, that would. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. So her shtick is that she has a lot of kids and she's like very motherly. She has a yoga studio. She's always in fantastic shape. So she was on this TV show um, and she was cooking and she pretended not to know the English word for cucumber on TV. (laughs) (laughs) And she said in an IG post that it was just a brain fart because it was her first time on TV and that might be the case, but she specifically said she couldn't remember the English word for cucumber. And there are a lot of words for cucumber in Spanish, but one of them is literally the same as English. It's cucumbra. <laughs> They're the same word. <laughs> it's cucumbra. It's the same. It's the same word. You, you could just say the same word, Hillary. Oh my gosh. Um. So yeah. That's the story of Hillary Baldwin. And she's like kind of, she's kind of gaslighting us still on Instagram because she still talks with a Spanish accent, even though she has said she was not born in Spain and she's technically not Spanish. So it was the span, it was the fact that she's pretending to be Spanish that went viral on social? Mm hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But then people were finally like realizing and calling her out for it, even though she's been doing this for 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. And she went silent on Instagram for probably, like, three months until she announced the new baby. The baby, too, (laughs) appeared out of nowhere. (laughs) And um, it's, in conclusion, it's amazing that all of this came out because one Twitter user who admittedly was like, I'm bored at home, we're in the middle of lockdown, and I have nothing better to do. Then make this Twitter thread and get all these YouTube videos (laughs) and compile this evidence. And I think it's just such an example of, like, how much power people can wield on social media. And, like, you know, 15 years ago, if some random celebrity's wife was pretending to be Spanish... We would never know about it. Yeah, we wouldn't. You know what I mean? We wouldn't have access to all that info yeah. either. Like, it's, the, it would the, just be like, yeah, she's Spanish. What else? Like, <laughs> and the time that it takes to research all this, like, you can, yeah. like, go through the records, look at hospital, whatever. I mean, I don't know, like, how much information you can really get into, but, like, pulling all that info together to be like, yeah. I did this research on this theory that I have. Yeah. It's like it's like putting together a hypothesis and trying yeah. to see if it's true. Like And it's really such a like low stakes thing. Like I mostly think it's funny. I don't think Hillary's hurting anybody. It's just really funny. It's commitment. Like, ma'am, you are committed to this. It's also kind of sad though, like the fact that she like I I don't know, like with things like that, it's like you're not confident enough in yourself to be able yeah. to like, be your own person and, like, think yeah. that, you know, like, your husband would love you because you're not Spanish type of thing, you know? So mm-hmm. that's, like, the other side of it, too. Yeah. Like, kind of sad. Uh, yeah, because, like, otherwise, she runs a very successful yoga studio. She has five kids. She looks freaking amazing for having yeah. had five kids. Yeah. Like, uh, like, there's so many other things that I think are, like, 
great about her probably and that Alec probably loves that had nothing to do with her fake Spanish accent. <laughs> oh man. I yeah. I feel for her. I yeah. I have no words for that one. I mean, I just don't know what to say to Yeah. She's Is well, she okay? I think like it's like it's my not question just her either. Yeah. Like it's definitely the family that has like started this at some point anyway. Yeah. And so like it's a little bit hereditary in that sense. Like growing up, like Spain was always mm-hmm. very idolized. Same for me, like I don't know. <laughs> Kim Kardashian was final. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just trying to be Kim Kardashian, you know, at the end of the day. <laughs> no. Oh, man. Yeah. I just, that was like one of my favorite Twitter things from 2020 because we were also like bored and tired by the end of 2020. We're still bored and tired, but it was such a like lighthearted viral thing where no one was like mad. No one was trying to cancel her. It was just funny. Like, yeah, I always say cucumber to Danny. (laughs) (laughs) Can't remember anything. Cucumber. (laughs) Cucumber. Oh my gosh. I, um, so I will admit I shouldn't make fun of her and say like, you know what? I can't imagine that because I actually can. Because when I am intoxicated, I become British. So <laughs> I... <laughs> Danny and I will sometimes exclusively talk to each other in Russian accents because we think it's funny. <laughs> okay, Owen, my boyfriend, has the best Russian accent. I don't know. He's like such a conspiracy theorist, too. And he's like, oh, yeah. Mother Russia. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, babe. <laughs> Uh, uh, we all have our quirks. This is just Hillary Baldwin's quirk. Yeah. Power to her. Honestly, 10 years. Again, commitment. All right. Well, until next time. Yeah.